We live in a world that glorifies hustle culture. On Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, across the internet, the message is clear. Get up earlier, work harder, and strive more. And many people directly correlate their personal morality with their ability to do hard work. And it's kind of insane, because if we think about it, hustle culture is rooted all around us. Everything from studying until dawn or emailing right up until you go to bed. It has a sort of religious dogma around it. I mean, the American dream is literally, if you work hard enough, everything is possible. American hustle culture is sort of the spirit of capitalism. But what exactly is hustle culture? Well, it is a trend where people believe that the most important aspect of their personal life is to achieve some sort of professional goals by relentlessly working hard. The idea is that any chance of self-fulfillment depends upon the grind and personal sacrifice, and the hustler has to sacrifice a lot. They have no personal life, and they barely enjoy everything. Their days are just a long list of chores, all geared towards career advancement. Even leisurely activities like meditation or yoga or travel have a sort of professional dimension, since they're meant to heighten a sort of physical stamina or elongate the attention spans. Unfortunately, this leads to exhaustion and burnout. But this is the grind, the culture, the hustle. And it goes back to a sort of religious dogma, which is the Protestant work ethic. So my friends and foes, this is Travel Incredible, and let's travel back in time to understand where the grind really comes from. In the midst of the Industrial Revolution, in Prussia, what is now Germany, cities were exploding in size. Vast companies were forming, new managerial business elites were replacing the old aristocracy. There was commercialization and privatization of, well, everything. Fog from factories and steam from power engines were changing the world as we knew it. And a young man grew up in the midst of all these changes, and he developed some key ideas from which we can understand the workings of capitalism. We are talking about Marx Weber. So, the common interpretation of capitalism is that it began as a result of developments in technology. So, industrialization happens, and therefore, capitalism happens. Weber proposed something completely different. He actually thought that what made capitalism possible was a set of ideas, religious ideas, well, Protestant ideas, more specifically, Calvinism. So the German Max Weber wrote the Protestant ethic and the spirit of capitalism, where he stated that he believed that Protestantism was crucial to capitalism. So, according to Weber, Catholics side it kind of easy. If a Catholic sins, they go and confess their sins at regular intervals, and then they're cleansed by priests. But there's no equivalent for Protestants, because who else can judge Protestants but God himself? 
and well, God won't be judging until the Day of Judgment. So because of this, according to Weber, Protestants were riddled with anxiety. They did not know if they could be forgiven for their sins, unlike Catholics. So Protestants had all this anxiety, and they needed to prove their virtue to this all-seeing but silent God. So for Weber, Protestants and their anxiety were diverted into hard work. And so this is what he calls the Protestant work ethic. And so it's also very important to note that for Protestants, all work could be holy. For Catholics, only holy work could be done by priests and nuns, and it was done within the sanctity of the church. But for Protestants, all work could be done in the name of God. Being a baker, a blacksmith, even an accountant. So for Weber, Protestants believed that financial success was a sign that God had chosen you for eternal salvation. So essentially, the hard work was a way of showing your inner virtue, your morality. And so therefore, everything started to revolve around work for Protestants. Work became the most important part of the individual, the best way he could work within a community, because his work was holy, and this was the Protestant work ethic. Or at least, that's what Weber theorized. So there are 35 countries where capitalism is working really well where it's really well developed. It probably works the best in Germany, where Weber first analyzed this, and then the remaining 161 nations, it isn't going so well. Capitalism isn't really floating their boats. This is where we get common terms such as developed nations versus undeveloped nations. And every year, there's billions of dollars leaving from, quote, the global north to, quote, the global south in form of aid. And so... If Weber was probably alive today, he would point out that these material interventions aren't going to work. It's never going to be enough to just send money from one part of the world to another. Because the problem isn't really material to begin with. These countries don't have the same Protestant work ethic. They trust too much in miracles. They rather celebrate the now than rather invest in tomorrow. And if we follow Weber's analysis, if countries really wanted to spread capitalism, they should focus on another country's equivalent of religion, on culture. It is the nation's hopes and attitudes that decides what life is about and whether or not a nation will flourish. So in order to reduce poverty, one has to start at the level of ideas. To truly affect the economy, what should be on TV isn't something like what the inflation rate is or how to reduce unemployment. But TV shows that would affect morals or beliefs. And that is how you change ideas which will change the economy. Now, I'm not entirely sure I would agree with every single one of Weber's train of thoughts. You know, I think capitalism is a bit more complicated. It also has to do with the history of exploitation and yada, yada, yada. I don't want to get into it. But I do think it is important that Weber was telling us that capitalism flourishes because of something more than just tools or money. It works because of a set of ideas that, in his case, he traces back to the Protestant work ethic. So this Protestant work ethic tradition has morphed into modern-day hustle culture. Capitalism started to best spread in the US and England with industrialization. 
And, well, also where were there a lot of Protestants? What a coincidence in England and the US. So there could be a sort of religious dogma to capitalism. Those who benefited from capitalism were those who saw work as the only opportunity to save themselves. And in time, people have forgotten why they started to work so hard. They just remember that they need to work so hard. And this was only continued by a perpetual cycle as everything became commodified, even time. If you're not working, you're literally losing dollars. Or at least that's how I imagine some evil bosses put it. You could go to your daughter's dance recital, or you could make millions training stock right now. There's productivity software that tracks us, ranks us. It tells us how many emails have we answered or how many tables have you taken. We are judged by the amount of value we can create in a given period. Everything from Amazon warehouses to modern day law firms. Productivity is next to godliness. The more you produce, the more you earn. The more you earn, the more you buy. And well, you must buy. So then you earn more and you buy more. And this is a vicious cycle of a need to be ambitious or productive or to be a valuable member of society. Oh my God, I had to pull an all-nighter last night. Ugh, can't go out tonight. I have to prep for a meeting on Monday. Ugh, if I go to a coffee shop today, I can be even more productive. I mean, why don't people just go and sit in coffee shops anymore? Or do nothing. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I just haven't seen a single New Yorker just sitting enjoying their coffee in the last two weeks. It is getting to final season, so that might have to do with it. But what happened? Why does it feel like a sin to relax sometimes? You know, Einstein worked about like four hours a day. Now most students have every single part of their day filled with an endless list of tasks. So this is a work ethic we see in academia, in work life, even in YouTubers. People suffer from burnout because they're working so hard with a goal in mind. But why? Well, there might be a little bit more of a religious dogma behind it, even if you had no clue.